Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? Oh, I'm so good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Your dog's staring at me right now. I can see him back there. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm just now realizing that. So I like moved my home office slash podcast studio, whatever you want to call this, into the spare bedroom um, from one spare bedroom into another. And I'm like, just this week realizing that we only use this spare bed to like store dirty laundry. the background of all of our most recent podcasts are just like my crap all over this bed (laughs) like my dogs on the floor there's like plastic bags and shopping bags from tj maxx in the background like i'm not this messy if you watch this Mm -hmm. on youtube it's just this is like the dump room right that's the story we'll go with that's why that's why i try to keep just a wall behind me because it's smart yes definitely smart smart the way i live Oh, but no, I'm good. I'm good. I am glad you're back. It was weird um, not having you around for like a couple days. Of course, when you weren't, you know, when you were at the at the competition, I kept being like, oh, I should see if John wants to record on, uh, or maybe he wants to do this. <laughs> and I wish I could have. The, the cell service in Michigan is really sketchy. At least we were in like, it's kind of like in Kalamazoo. Wish for anyone's ever been to Kalamazoo. Um, don't. No, I'm kidding. It was fine. Yeah, I'm like, just I, don't. It, it looks just like Ohio. It's all cornfields, you know. So you got to keep in mind, it's like a really rural area. It's far farmland. So the cell service was really kind of hit or miss. Anytime we'd go inside, I had no service. We're outside, I had mostly service. So it was. Mm. Uh, so I, I really probably couldn't have podcasted anyway. And when we were trying to do a little update show there, you know, uh, Brandon, the head of media, was driving. <laughs> He went over to the parking lot of McDonald's and <gasps> used their Wi-Fi to upload our video because it's oh so, my god, it was great. Yeah, that's janky, it but he made janky. it work. He did. But he he made, made it work. Like two in the morning, he got it to work. To go to McDonald's, but whatever it takes, you know. Well, but how was it? Had the elite teen throwdown? I mean, we had them on the show. We had the Pit Fitness folks on the show to talk about planning the event, and they had just so much like heart and soul for these kids that have been working so hard and then had, you know, their, their shot to be at games, unfortunately thwarted by 2020 and COVID and all that stuff. So how was, how was getting out there and watching them throw down for real? Yeah. So I'll be honest, like um, I've been to a lot of events. I'm sure most of you guys have, and, and every gym thinks they can put on a competition. Totally. And, And so I went in thinking, all right, you know, this is like some gym and, and, small town Michigan, which is no different than small town, Ohio. Like it'll be fun, but it'll be decidedly average. Man, yeah. I was, I was so wrong. It was just like being at the games. It was, what? they they did such an amazing job from end to end. So first of all, they did a killer job getting sponsors. So yeah. that's where it looked like the games was um, every kid had their own placemat, just like the games would have. So anytime there was an event kicking off, their placemat was there, right? And it was brought to you by FitAid. So there's a big FitAid logo on it, which was really cool. Uh, Reebok love had shoes. Love our friends at FitAid. Yeah, love our friends at FitAid. Reebok did all the shoes. So every kid there had a new pair of shoes on. So they all looked alike. Uh-huh. Uh, Chesty did the shorts. So you had cool. you know, these crazy, you know, if you guys have ever seen the shorts by Chesty, they're like really, uh, you know, kind of crazy. By the way, this is not an ad. 
for the record. Like no, no zero. Of if any of these <laughs> brands want to pay us, you are more yes. than welcome to. But feel no, free no, to send no. a check. Um, yeah. But but the chesty shorts were like on you know on all the kids. They all had their game shirts. Like they had multiple shirts for events where they had their name right on the front. You know, oh, which was so which cool. was great for me because I I'm so old I can't remember anybody's name. So <laughs> being able to see their names was great. Nice and big. They put the big print on there for you. Yeah. Yeah. So from that aspect, um, you know, they all, it all looked like athletes. And then the facility was unfreaking real, like really brand spanking new. The, uh, the, the inside part was literally brand new. They had this huge platform built for the lifting. Uh, half of the gym was AstroTurf. The other half was, uh, you know, our normal rubber floors with this amazing rogue rack with ropes built in and rings and like really killer and they had an upstairs balcony to overlook it so you could see everything oh, you know cool, like a mezzanine kind of yeah. thing then they had an outside area that was like a pit quarry that they used uh for like sled poles and and a deadlift ladder and then they had a separate building that's like a it's like a yoga building but they're using it as an athlete area so it's, and they had all the same equipment in that building for kids oh. to get warmed up on um, and to stretch yeah. and do mo- mobility and and whatever it's like a kind of a backstage staging area yeah. Um, they had a lake with a track around it. So they, you know, where they, that they were able to use during the event. So, um, you know, from, from a facility standpoint, it was amazing. And then the programming was really, really stellar, like no different than w- what you would see in the games. Like they opened with a try, which was, Oof. yeah. So these kids started with a swim. It was, you know, it was only 250 meters, but it was cold. Like, Oh yeah. And, and you know, I'll give them credit. Like, they made it really interesting. It wasn't as easy as saying, okay, you're going to start with the swim and then run. What they said was, you're going to start with the swim. It's 250 meters. It's going to start between six and six 30. You won't know when. <gasps> and so you got to line up and you're standing there. And when the horn blows, you got to go and you don't know when the horn's blowing. Oh my. It was cool. Mentally. And, like you're already like shook. Yeah. Well, so keep in mind, you know, these are these kids, like, I got there in time for the boys. Uh, the girls had like just kind of wrapped up when we got there. So um, the boys are standing out there and they're all in swim trunks, you know, and they're, and they're like speedo swim trunks, you know, like the, the long legged ones that you like jammers. Yeah. Like jammers and, um, <laughs> and no shirts and they're freezing their butts off. Like it, oh my it, was, God. it was like, you know, 50 degrees, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, they're just standing around for 10 months or so just waiting. And then, you know, the horn blows and, they go running in and and then they have to run. I think they ran three miles after the swim and then they got a short, like a really short rest. And then they did a dead ladder, a deadlift ladder. And it was cool. Like really, really cool. And so it was That's like awesome. a combination of like those types of events. There was a strongman event that had um, heavy sled poles, went into a, like a 200 meter farmer carry around the lake. When they got to the lake, they did a paddle board out to a buoy and back and then another farmer's carry. And by the way, that farmer's carry was crippling these poor kids. Oh like my we, God. It's not a movement we work on a lot in CrossFit. And man, no. it, it was putting these kids to the test. And then it ended with another heavy sled pull. Um, it was really fun to watch. It was um, Jacob Hepner that did the programming, wasn't it? I couldn't honestly couldn't tell you. I, I think you, I think it was, I didn't Don't even ask. Um, I didn't ask. And then, you know, and then the other events were a really, really good combination of CrossFit and they started hard. Like the, so after they finished that deadlift ladder, the next event was rowing into handstand walks. Ugh. And, you know, so you got these kids that, you know, like immediately being tested, like, you know, so big credit 
they tested every major movement over the course of the weekend. I saw these kids do uh, bar muscle ups, ring muscle ups, handstand walks, uh, rope climbs, like you name the complex movement. They did it. They did uh, in wides. They did snatches. They did a deadlift ladder. They did a one tested a one rep max for a clean and jerk and then immediately tested a one rep max for their snatch. Um, it was, Damn. yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. And then at the end, they actually changed the very last workout because it was going to rain. They had a, a big event planned outside and a thunderstorm came up. So best time, let's pull out the echo bikes. There you go. Them, they, they put them on echo bikes and made them do devil's press and, and front squats with dumbbells and, and just wrecked these poor kids. And, uh, to their credit, these kids are like watching if you could imagine Tia Toomey and Sarah Sigma's daughter corralled up next to each other, ready to start, but they're 16. That's mm-hmm. what it's like. Like that's the look on their faces. Like these kids, like when they get ready to go, man, they are ready to go and they battle like battle. And it was really cool to watch. Like now, granted, I haven't seen competitive sports in any capacity now. And you know, right. Since, right. Since We're February. hungry for it. Yeah. But but I got to tell you, man, like it was really inspiring watching them. Like not only were they super competitive, but then they would stay out on the floor and, and cheer each other. Yeah. And, and, you know, it didn't matter if they were winning or losing. As a matter of fact, there's this one kid, we watched him all weekend and truthfully, he didn't qualify. He got invited. Um, and he, you know, for being honest, he was outclassed mm-hmm. by all stretch of the imagination. He couldn't do a lot of the complex movements. And we got to the, one of the last wads. And like all the other kids, super kids, but he gets to the last wad and he's kind of last moving to the wall and he's got to do handstand pushups and he can't do them. He literally flips mm-hmm. over and just crumples and he tries again and he crumples. And Relatable. Instead, yeah. And you know, it's, there's in this workout, it was like a 10 minute time cap and he's only a minute in. So now he's like, mm-hmm. he has a choice. You can stand there on the wall and feel sorry for yourself or you do something about it. And he did something about it. He literally walked down the aisle and cheered every kid one at a time. It was very really cool. cool. It was very, very, very cool. cool. And, you know, we saw examples of that all weekend long of, you know, of kids, you know, not only cheering each other, but just doing amazing feats of strength and agility. And I mean, you know, I'm humbled because I'm apparently weaker than every 16 year old girl on the planet. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not making fun of 16 year old girls. Like these girls are superheroes. Um, but uh, it was fun. It was very, very cool. I think it's really cool to see. And I feel like you and I have actually had this conversation a few times recently. Um, and it really makes me feel old. <laughs> but I think it's really cool to see that the kids that are coming of age in CrossFit right now are not only like so incredibly talented and strong and, you know, have this body awareness that is like none other, but that they're also like, legitimately good kids. And I mean, like they have a work ethic and they have a dedication to the sport and they have a sportsmanship and and camaraderie that's come out of this kind of training that translates into being good people. And like, sorry, but your average, like 14 to 16 year old kid, like sucks right now. <laughs> like yeah. in this day and age, like, like the entitledness and the weirdness and the gold stars and the snowflake, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's just, 
there have there have been better eras <laughs> and <laughs> like and like these kids are are such a good showing of kids that are doing things right and and parents that are doing things right and families that are doing things right and it's really really cool to see what good souls are coming coming up through this sport. I'm happy to be a part of this. Well, it was fun to see the engagement by the parents too. So the, it was an event that was closed to the general public. Um, I probably maybe should have led with that because I got a lot of hate messages for some of the photos I posted. So every really? kid that came, yeah, because, you know, social distancing and whatever. Well, right, right, right. Uh, so, you know, the kids came in, uh, they got tested as soon as they came in and they were, mon- you know, monitored every single day, temperature taken, you know, check vitals, all that stuff, to, you know, to make sure they were healthy. They yeah, only yeah. allowed in parents and coaches and media. That was it. So there were only 150 of us on site at any given time. Um, and then when we're indoors, everyone's required to wear a mask. And they were hardcore about that, like hardcore. And I, you know, I hate wearing that thing like most everybody else. It was all sweaty inside, but you had to. Mm-hmm. So everyone yeah. but the athletes. So they did a really good job of doing that, but the parents were, were super engaged with it. You could just see it all weekend long, like parents right there for their kids, coaches, like treating these kids like their, their own children, you know, which was very fun to see. And to your point, like no one seemed to have any kind of sense of entitlement, even though, you know, there were a few athletes there that were, all these kids were super talented, but there were a few that you could just tell our head and shoulders above everybody else, particularly those that won, you know, totally. Like the, totally. the young man who won, he's been to the game several times. Um, he snatched like 276 or something oh. like that. Yeah. And it wasn't even his max, like, you know, just super strong kid, nicest kid you'd ever see, like humble, you know, really no ego, just, you know, out there cheering for everybody else, just a great competitor, you know, and, and his family's there. Yeah. And his family's out there cheering him on and, and cheering all the other kids on, you know, it's just, it was really, really, really cool to see. Um, if I could snatch 275, I would be such an asshole. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like I totally would. I would not be humble at all. I'd be like, did you see that yet? Did well, you see that? <laughs> it, it is interesting. Like the expectations, like I watched a girl, um, miss a clean and jerk, I think at 220, and came off the, and she had just hit, to 10 maybe mm-hmm. and came off the podium pissed off because it wasn't her one rep max. Like she felt like she should have gotten more. And, you know, so it's mm-hmm. funny, like anytime I'm above 200, I'm just like doing backflips and like her expectations right. higher. So it's fun to see that, you know, they're already understanding, you know, how to drive themselves to that point. And, you know, yeah. saw a couple of 16 year old girls clean and jerk 220, which is this scary in person, man. Like these girls weigh 130 pounds or five foot four. <laughs> You know, they're just these tiny little, they're like the size of my daughters, you know, yeah, and they're just yeah. lifting huge weight and so fast under the bar. It's like, oh, I'm just so jealous of all of them. So you know? cool. I'm so impressed that this whole thing went down because we were on the original planning call when it was just um, the Price family, right? Yeah. Azariah and his and his mom and their coaches at at the Pit Fitness Ranch who knew that they, that they had the space. And like literally these people just DM'd a whole bunch of teen athletes because they all know each other and they've all competed together and they've all gone to games together and whatever. And, um, and they were like, Hey, do you guys want to all hop on a zoom call? And like parent kids were on the call and their parents were on the call. And they were like, Hey, like we have space. We think we can really do this. And I feel like at the time I was like, I'm totally down, but I don't know how this is going to go. Right. And God, they kept pushing. They kept 
every week they were more updates and they were looking for more sponsors and they were getting more people involved and really blowing this thing out into what it ended up becoming. And I am so impressed because it took a lot of work and hats off to them, to all of them who organized it and and made it happen for these kids because that is a full-time, any sanctional owner will tell you (laughs) that is a full-time job. And all these people were like making it hyper-professional, but also like making it a family. It was this big event, but they were also like, who wants to stay with me in my house? And like, here's a homemade turkey sandwich for the day. Like, you know what I mean? It was such a cool combo of that. Yeah. And they left nothing to chance. Like they brought in a professional media team, myself Mm -hmm. excluded. They had like, (laughs) like real life photographer that, you know, and videographers that, filmed the entire weekend. They're putting a documentary together for these kids. They're never going to forget like every lift that these kids made every wide they were in photos were taken and it's all free to the athletes. So cool. Which is incredible. I mean, you know, you think of like all the events you've taken your kids to over the year and every photographer that comes in goes, yeah, I'll show you photos of the soccer game for five bucks a shot, you know, and, and, you know, Brandon, the photographer, um, is just out there giving away for free, you know, to these kids. And it's like really spectacular to see. So they, you know, just nothing left to chance yeah. in the end. Also, just on a like purely selfish point, um, the coolest part of the weekend for me was I'd taken all this kind of swag with me. You know, yeah. I had I had all these extra patches and stuff and and t-shirts and whatever. And so I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'll never wear all these tees. I'll just I'll just hand some out, you know. Yeah. And so I'm standing there talking to a couple of the kids. And, you know, these, I think these boys were in the 17 year old division, 16 to 17. And one of them had come over to show me a fail video. It's like, yeah, I think this would be funny for your page. You know, I'm like, Hey, you guys want a t-shirt? And they're like, yeah, of course. So I hand them both the t-shirt and it's only 16 and 17 year old boys can do. They literally ripped their shirts off right there and put my <laughs> shirts on and, and yes. then competed in them. Oh, I love that. One of them actually messaged me today and said, my favorite part of the weekend was competing in your shirt. I'm like, Oh no. my God, I swear to oh, God. I'm like, my heart. I know it makes me so happy. It was great. And I actually, I got a, uh, so I'm so mean. I am so mean sometimes. So he wore it in the lift. He did great. He wore it in the lift off and PR'd his lift. And then in the very next wad, it had uh, rope climbs at the end. And he got to the last rope climb and lost his grip. And it took him like a minute and a half to get it done. It cost him a minute and a half in the wad. And he dropped way down the leaderboard. And I shot him a message. I'm like, hey, dude, I forgot to tell you that shirt's great for lifts, not so much for rope climbs. Ooh, (laughs) sorry. I should have told you. I bet he got a good laugh out of that. He did. He laughed. He's like, yeah, I should have asked. That was my bad. Damn damn it. I know. (laughs) But yeah, that part was really, really cool. And I'm convinced I saw, you know, at least two or three future superstars. Oh, for sure. For sure. Y'all just wait. It's crazy the level of competitive CrossFit that exists within within our little like microcosm of a world right now. Let alone the kids who have been doing this since they could walk. Like, like we're OG. What what year did you start CrossFit? Um, 2011. Right. And I started it same year, 2011. So like we're considered like OG, right? Air quotes. These kids who have been doing this their whole lives are going to create the next generation of CrossFit superhumans. We don't even understand what they're capable of. Yeah. Those kids were five when we started further. I should tell our listeners right now that don't watch this on YouTube. Nikki is not heavy breathing into the microphone. Oh my God. Can you hear my, can you hear them? (laughs) Both of her dogs are in the room right now and they're totally, they're, they're totally, they're totally adorable. Listen, wait, wait, come here. 
Now he won't do it. <laughs> now it sounds like it's been me. Yeah, it's, it's Nikki. She's just heavy breathing into the microphone. Oh, good. My husband just came in to take them out. They've there been heavy breathing into the microphone. It's awkward. It's very awkward. <laughs> it wouldn't be. It's not anything new to anybody listens to the show, for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so big recommend if anyone, you know, I, I'm hopeful that they put this on again next year. Um, if they do, I'm going to force us to take the podcast and actually cover it like a real event. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, big recommend. Anybody gets a chance to watch the teens in any capacity. You will not be disappointed. It's every bit as competitive as any games competition I've been to. And actually, in a lot of ways, it's better, truthfully. Really? Yeah, they have more fun. I mean, yeah. you know, like, it, even when they lose, like, these kids can put a loss behind them immediately. Yeah. There's, like, no, like, they don't do any pouting. Like, events over, okay, let's start goofing off again. And next thing you know, they're just, like, they're being kids. They're doing goofy handshakes and jokes and and just, you know. We, we said all weekend long, like you'd see them and they look like adults yeah. because they're big kids and, and the they're girls strong. are actually, yeah. And the girls are actually more mature than the boys as usual. Right. And yeah. you, you like That's for life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even right now. And you talk to them and, you know, so you look at them and go, man, like the girl looks like she's 25 and then you go talk to her and you're like, yep, she's 16. Yep. You know, like they just, they're still kids, you know, yeah. but, um, but so much fun. Just so much fun. I love it. Yeah, it was good. Speaking of competitive CrossFit, yes. we are like just a freaking <laughs> couple days away from what actually will be the 2020 CrossFit Games. Oh, Holy I can't moly. wait. Cannot I can't wait. believe it. I know. I can't believe it. And like phase one begins online, right? So there's two two days of competition where athletes from all over the world are competing in their own gyms, doing their own things, submitting their scores online. And then that'll whittle down to the top five male and female athletes that will converge back in Aromas for the finals, eventually a few weeks down the road into October. But um, this first, this first phase kicking off to me is like this epic milestone and I never really knew whether or not we were going to get here because 2020 is batshit crazy and like Word. I just wasn't convinced it was going to happen and like you said like we've been starved from competitive sports for so long and fast fitness is my favorite sport so I'm just super stoked that it's actually happening yeah it should be fun I mean we'll do so you're going to cover which is, go. which is good. So you get to go do it. So I will be left not alone though. We're going to bring on Steph Chung, CrossFit games athlete to Unbelievable. sub. I know it's going to be great. Ooh. I told her today, she messaged me. She goes, Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm like, we're going to make the hashtag Nikki who trend. This is going to be great. I hope you do. I hope you freaking do. When I told Matt, cause Steph and I are very close friends and, and me and my husband, Matt and Steph and her husband, Rob are all like really tight. So I told Matt that Steph was going to step in for me and I was so excited. And he was like, she can't be too good. Oh, it should be great. I think <laughs> I'm like, be she's going to be incredible. Yeah. It, it'll be like really cool perspective to have obviously someone who's like fun and talented, funny, and just like a great host, but also someone who can speak to being a games athlete and training during COVID and doing online qualifiers versus being in person, all that stuff. Like she's, she'll be awesome. Yeah, that'll be good. So we're going to try to do, um, we'll do an up, try to do an update every day. So when it's over, Thanks. we'll update, let, you know, Steph, uh, do her thing, talk about what the games are like. I'll make my rude comments and a couple of short jokes and it'll be good. Perfect. That sounds like the formula for our show. 
Yeah. And then you'll be out there. Yeah. With Wood- I saw Woodlands doing this with you, right? Yeah. You and Sean? So- Sean and I are going to, um, we're going to cover it as it's happening, which is going to be really cool. It's been a minute since I've been able to be at any sort of like CrossFit event doing my thing. So I'm really looking forward to being back in the chair, so to speak. Did it occur to you that we have half of talking elite fitness and half of make pods great again together? I should call Tommy. I should have done something with him. Just to oh thumb my God, my nose you, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Um, do you remember when we were like trying to come up with our first merch and we were going to do bestie of the show? Yes. <laughs> now would be the perfect time. We should, you should, we should have just have one made for you and you can just wear it with Sean and see if he says anything. Just see if he great. notices. I'll just make one for him. I'll make him a women's crop tank. Yeah. No one needs to see that. No one. <laughs> I would love to see uh woodland in a, in a crop tank. That would be awesome. Who wouldn't? Truly. I know. We all, well, I'm just trading his wife one, probably, but everyone well, else that, would. yeah, yeah. I was just going to trade the one bald co-host for the other. I know. Like well, you days. upgraded. There's no doubt. No, about it. I disagree. Yeah. 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 No. All right. So, let's talk um, games. I was going to say like, I, so the, the field is deep as it always is, but this year specifically, because we obviously had this like shortened condensed road to the games. So fewer athletes, really, really freaking good right. athletes and a bizarre layout like a bizarre season layout that we've never seen before. We've never had this type of an online qualification process to get to the finals and then a finals with only five people and only two days of competition. So the scores matter more and one little flub up matters way more than it normally would if we were there for for a whole week. So like there's so many factors at play that I am dying to know who you think is going to make it past this initial online phase and into the top five. Oh, it's so difficult. It is so hard. So I went I through, I know I went, I so I started looking at it today to try to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to give some, a couple of disclosures here. First of all, uh, every team I root for loses. I have a horrible track record <laughs> of oh, picking no. any kind of winner. I, I root for Cleveland sports teams, the Browns. I've been an Ole Miss fan for years. Like I've, I've just, I'm horrible at picking winners. So I'm like snake bit. Like the only win in my entire life came when uh, LeBron took the Cavaliers and beat Golden State. That's like okay. literally the only win I have in my entire adult life. Uh, so let's start with the girls. Start with the women. Start with the women. Okay. Uh, I think it's harder to pick five out of than the men, to be honest. So the men was pretty difficult. Like the women are. I agree. So I agree that, that women women are harder. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also say like, even on both sides of the ball here, the men and the women, um, even with the top five, like to your point, you can have one flub up and you're no longer in the top five, even though you're, you could go to, if you made the top five, you could win the whole thing. Call me meaning like whoever finishes 20th in this, if they got to the last day of competition could still win. Like they're all that talented. So it's, I get that. It's a game. Yeah. It's just hard to pick. So, um, Got to go with Tia. Just, you know, I just cannot, I can't bet against her and, you know, love her to death. Like I, I went back, the other thing I did is I went back and looked at the open previous games, finishes, live, the competitions that happened this year, Rogue Fitness, uh, Waza, you know, just look for things that people competed in to see how they did. And then because I'm a banker, I did some math. Like I yeah. looked like to that point of like one flub up, I look to see like how consistent they were. So like some people have a, you know, a, a, an event win 
and then not so good in three or four. So I was looking for more consistency, particularly in a like kind of a short competition in a smaller field. If you're finishing high, you know, it isn't just one win that's going to get you. You got to kind of consistently be at the top. You know, it's different in the open when you have, yeah. you know, competing against a thousand people or however many people are at that elite level. Yep. And Tia's wildly consistent, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second was Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Okay. Who, you know, solid second choice. Solid, yeah. solid. These these are not in order, by the way. This right, just right. happens to be how I have them written down. But like you look at Tia and Sarah, like Sarah's been crazy consistent this year, you know, both at, um, you know, everything she's competed in and the open, like just, she's just having a bang up year. You know? She is. And she's a solid um, online competitor. Like her performance in the open yep. this past year, uh, a lot of the online qualifiers to get to sanctionals she dominated in and she's healthy. You yeah. know, she had a number of back-to-back seasons where she had some injuries that she was dealing with. And of course that affects the mental game too, but I mean, she a healthy Sarah and an online qualifier to get to that, that top five. That's, that's scary. <laughs> yep. Well, she won the open. So yeah. she, you know, she had a sixth, the fifth, the second, and a fourth place finish at, at four out of the five wads. And then the fourth one, she was 23rd. Like you don't get mm-hmm. much more consistent than that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, great, um, great competition over at uh, Wadapalooza, you know, so, so to good. the point, like, I think that online piece is going to weigh big with what's with how this one's going to go. I want to, I'm hopeful that her and T are both there. Cause I want to see them competing when there's just five of them like that. Yeah. would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, third on my list is Amanda Barnhart. Who really? I, yes, I love okay. Amanda. Okay, tell I, me more. Um, and again, I you know I guess I'm gonna give another disclaimer here. We we don't know what the workouts are gonna be, and there's certainly some workouts right. that lend toward Amanda's strength. It's well known she's very strong. Very so strong. I'm, so I'm hopeful there's gonna be some lifting in this. Like you you have any kind of heavy lifting with 30 people, Amanda's in the top two, anytime. Like she's just, she's just so strong. And so I think that, I and, but I, you know, I don't want to, you know, underestimate the other things she does well. Like if you look at the open, she finished ninth in the open and she had an eighth, the 10th, the 13th, and she had two that weren't as good as the others. They were both at the end of the open. So, you know, kind of my rationale was she, you know, came in heavy at the beginning when she was still fresh. This is a two day competition. So you'd think she'd mm-hmm. stay pretty fresh. Um, she's a fierce competitor, like, you know, and, and, you know, her husband's bald like me. So I'm probably part. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. Okay. And he wears jorts, which makes him very cool. That is actually very cool. (laughs) Um, Katrin Davis daughter. Okay. She is. I, so I had her, she was, she was the one I, I, I was hovering between her and somebody else actually. But Who? I had to put, uh, I'll get to that. Jeez. Okay. Okay, down, okay. Girl. Sorry, 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 um, sorry, sorry. But I was like, she was, she was actually last on my list. These weren't in order, but she was the last one I came to. Um, I was hovering with somebody else with her. I just like, I struggled to bet against her. Like it's another one, like she just got a proven track record of success. You know? Yeah. So I don't know if I had one that I pulled out, it might've been her, um, you know, Annie said her name today when we were talking to Annie. So maybe that was just stuck in my mind, but okay. um, I just couldn't bet against her. And the um, one I think I'm picking that everyone's going to tell me I'm crazy for, but I'm convinced is going to be there is Carrie Pierce. Okay. 
I'm here for that. <laughs> I love me some Carrie Pierce. I do and too. And she's been the top friggin' US competitor for for years now. Yeah, for I years. think she's I think she uh I, I hate to say she's underrated because I don't think she is. I think don't think she necessarily gets the she doesn't get the same kind of press. I press is even the wrong word, but you start, you know, looking at the Sarah's and the Tia's uh and some and the even the Amanda's because Amanda lifts heavy, like you know, uh Carrie's smaller athlete you know so she's not you know she's lifting crazy heavy weight by the way but it's just not the same you know it doesn't look the same she's amazing gymnast and when you look at her open performance she's spectacular and oh, she, totally. she doesn't know how to lose like how many times she's been like she's gone to the games every single year she's competed right and and you know? keep in mind that the first time she ever went to regionals, she had only been doing crossfit for like seven months or nine yeah. months or something like that something stupid yes. like that i remember every interview i did was like i wrapped it with like how long have you been doing this again? Oh, like five minutes. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> yeah. It was, well, you know, like most of the, these athletes, she was, you know, a competitive uh, gymnast in college. Yes. So she's got a lot of competition under her belt. Um, there's just something about her on game day. That's just different. Like I think back to the games last year, what was the wad? Was it Mary? Is that right? Yes. Oh and, yes. And she just destroyed the field. Crushed. Like crushed. She just, there's something about her. Like they say three, two, one go. And she just snaps. <laughs> she just becomes a different person. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm convinced she'll be there. So I like this list. The only outlier that I would throw into the top five that you didn't have is our girl, Haley, Haley Adams. I had her on my list and I hesitated and I had two other people on my list that Haley Adams and Emma McQuaid. Oh, it, Emma's a really good flyer. She right? is. Those, those yeah. were my other two. And I'm not betting against Haley. So to please, you know, no one. And Haley, the hate right? mail. Yeah, the hate ha mail begins. Ha Haley, yeah. if you listen to this, I still love you, girl. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, Haley herself said to us, like online competing isn't her favorite thing. If this were a, you know, live competition, Haley would have been way up on my list. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just looking back on some of her online stuff, I think she's right. It's not her strength, but... I would absolutely not be surprised to see her come in and blow this thing out and, totally. and be right in there. So totally. Yeah. Big, big, big love for her. And okay. The, and the Cracker Barrel that she loves so much. And the Cracker. Oh, I will yes. have you know that um, my best friend Whitney was listening to the show the other day and was like, girl, you just haven't looked hard enough and Googled it. And there is one like 20 minutes from here. And she said that we're going to go for brunch. But she also told me that they don't have booze. Of course not. It's Cracker Barrel. Why would they have alcohol? Why would I go there? Biscuits. Ever? What do you mean? Why biscuits? We can I'm go get mimosas if, somewhere else. With biscuits, you going for the I biscuits? Can I bring a mimosa? Can you I can bring order? a flask to Cracker Barrel? They're not going. That's know. my question. They're not going. They won't. Yes. they'll never know. We'll, okay. we'll sneak. We'll sneak it in. Okay, I'll let you know when I go. Yeah. I'm very excited. Okay, good stuff. All right, talk to me about the boys. The boys. Again, this is in no particular order. Uh, our boy, Pat Vellner. Okay. Got to be there. Such, Agreed. He's had totally such agree. a killer year from end to end. He, he's won Rogue Fitness. He won Wadapalooza. He won the Open. Like, how can you bet against somebody that's gone three for three, basically? Yeah, you can't. You can't. I'm not not fittest in Canada, but. I know, right? <laughs> I'll let you tell him. And, and, and he's won every puzzle competition he's been in. So, every single one. Every single He's one. He's actually not allowed to do puzzles anymore because yes. of that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, Got to have Vellner. I'm going to get hate mail for this list. Uh, Noah Olson. 
I agree. Hundred percent. Had him on my list uh, for a number of reasons. Noah also has had um, a great year competing. He's done, you know, really well in uh, you know, obviously second last year at the games. Um, but I, you know, I was looking at his like just his open performance as an example was was really great. Um, you know, I know it wasn't all what he wanted it to be, but like you can go in and find um, kind of the hot spots uh, for me. Like here, I'm trying to pull him. So he's sixth, which, you know, when I say it isn't what he wanted, he wants to win. But right. he was like crazy consistent, 22nd, 25th, 25th. He had a seventh and a 48th. And like, you know, you think you're like basically top 30, you know, and then a top 10 four times out of five against the best in the world. Like pretty good. That's pretty hard good. to beat. And, you know, I, you know, we watch him train. We see what he does. Like, I think it's a good year for him. I don't think he's lost any uh, step at all from last year. No, I think if you if you look at his performance last year, like you'd be crazy not to have him in your top five. You yep. know, he actually took a run at that first place spot. When's the last time we saw someone other than Matt Fraser in that white leaders jersey? Like it yep. it was telling, um, and I think I think that's a smart choice. Yep. Uh, BK. Very smart. Your top five is a smart list on the guy's side. It's going to end soon. Don't worry. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> this is as smart as I got. Uh, but also BK's had a great year. Um, yeah. You know, great open. He had a second, a 12th, an 18th, a third. He had 162nd. But, you know, four out of, again, four out of five of the open wads were killer. You know? When you talk about consistency, he's a consistent podium athlete and like yep. weirdly like kind of like Carrie like maybe doesn't get as much hype maybe doesn't get as much press is the wrong word but like you know when we're talking about our picks for the podium or our picks for our winners whatever like he's consistently on the podium in the yep. second or third place spot all over the world over yep. and over so that's Absolutely. that's a good he's the carry but the yep. guy carry here's where the hate mail comes in okay Jeffrey Adler I don't think that's crazy I think he's a, an epic dark horse pick Good. I, I don't view him as dark horse. Um, you know, you look at his open performance. He's a great online competitor. What I don't yes. have for him is like, I didn't have much to go on for live competition. So I'm just looking at his most recent online, but he had a sixth, a sixth and a first this year in the open. And the other two are 44th and 43rd. Yeah. You know? and he did well. He did well in Dubai. Uh, not as well as he would have wanted to, obviously, but mm -hmm. he's a decent decent competitor, but you're right. And especially in the online respect, what we've seen of him in the last couple, couple competitive seasons has been really impressive. And he's a little bit younger, just a little, Yes, you know, he's yep. 20, he's 26. So he's like kind of at that ideal age of hitting his stride, you know? So um, I don't necessarily view him as dark horse. Now I realize, like, you know, there are plenty, and again, there are plenty of other people that could come in here and, and blow him out. But I think, I think he's in. Okay, and your last pick is Saxon Pancheck. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not laughing at Saxon. I'm yeah, you laughing did. at you the, just laughed no, at him. I'm going to tell him you laughed at him. <laughs> I'm not laughing at Saxon. I'm laughing at the really weird and obvious choice to not include Matt Fraser in your top five. Or, but we're not talking about, we'll get to Matt. Oh, let's talk about Saxon. Give him his due. So okay, I, you know, okay. I know people are going to go, oh, that's John's coach. And yes, he does program my assault bike wads. So that okay. went into the decision-making process. I will okay. not deny that, that he could okay. punish me for not doing it. But I will tell you, um, if you look at his, you know, this year he had 
two top five finishes at the Rogue Invitational, which was an online event. And he finished fifth at Wadapalooza against the best competitors on the planet. Now I realize that Frazier was not in those competitions, but Vellner was there. Olsen was there. That's true. That's he, true. He That's beat true. Jacob Hebner. Like he beat some of the world's best in these competitions. So, and, um, you know, for the argument of, well, he didn't do as well in the open. I had the benefit of being in his gym during the open. He wasn't trying to qualify in the open. Right. So like I saw those wads go down. I saw, I know what he's capable of, have seen what he's capable of. He wasn't doing those wads two and three times to qualify. He knew he was going to qualify in a sanctional. That's where his focus was. And I, and you know, I do have the, you know, the fortunate aspect of getting to see him train day in and day out. He looks good. (laughs) Like he looks really good right now. Now I understand everybody's going to go, how the hell can you leave Vellner out or leave um, Fraser out? Leave Fraser out. Yeah, And I, I get it. Like everybody's picking Frazier and it's the easy thing to say is, and I hate to leave him out. I'm just, it's a two day online competition. I haven't seen him do anything since the open as haven't seen him compete at all. That's not to say he can't come out and finish first. And he very likely could. He's been the he proven best for years. <laughs> yeah. But I do think all of these athletes have a chance to be top five and the difference yes. between first and fifth and sixth could very likely be, one point, two points. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not predicting Frazier to finish last. I'm just saying there are five out athletes out there I think can all beat him and push him down far enough to not qualify. Interesting. I I guess that thought did not really cross my mind. Like when I was like thinking about it, I'm like, okay, well, one spot's math. So who who are the other four? But then you look at some events that we had last year, like the sprint event, and granted that's like single modality and it's just like we're testing one thing. And he's not a sprinter, but he does other things well. But yeah, you're right. Like if, if we've seen anything over the last couple com- competitions, be it games or sanctionals or whatever, it's that we we can see a shakeup in the leaderboard and things can go in an unexpected way. So I respect your top five, John. Oh, thank you. Thank I, you. I respect your decisions. There's in my mind, there's two or three athletes, if you count Matt, that I'm kind of like, what about, you know, what about Chandler? What about about Chandler? What about Hepner? What about Fikowski? Like, it's just so hard. The reason that I'm interviewing John about his top five is because I don't have the chutzpah (laughs) to make one of my own because I keep, I keep trying to make these lists and then being like, what about Chandler? Yeah. Well, what about, he could could totally be there. So none of this, and I, I want to be really clear on that. Like none of this is, uh, rooting against or hate or dislike for any of the athletes. Chandler could win the whole thing for God's sakes. Like he is as fit as like it is crazy fit, you know, now if it's a calf race competition, he's screwed, but um, o- otherwise, oh if he's it's an asking great. girls to prom competition, he's screwed. <laughs> he never should have oh, told us that. Story. I know. I love Chandler. <laughs> I, I, and I hope I'd love to see him go. I kind of feel the same way about Hepner. Like, yep. He's so strong and fast and just a, terrific dude like he could win the whole thing like there's so many um it's a hard list man it's it is it's it's, tough. it's, it's hard like this i think this is one of the hardest sports to handicap and to figure out because there's so many factors and we don't even know what the workouts are you know? right and also like we don't even know what 2020 is bringing oh you know who else i would throw into the top five if i could have a million people in my top five who's that is james james newbury oh yeah yeah like that's another one where i'm like oh well wait shit what about uh? and then the women like what about Kara, I watched her push press like 230 or 250 pounds or whatever the other day. 
Yeah. Oh, she's, yeah. First what? of all, well, look, just on the men's side, like I'm just kind of eyeballing the list now, you know, a couple other wild cards, Brandon Luckett, terrific. Uh, Jay Crouch is a little young, but I think you'll see him in a couple of years. Uh, Justin, I can't pronounce his last name. Medeiros, is that right? Did I get that right? Medeiros. Yeah. yeah. He's 21 years old. Babies. But, yeah. But looks amazing. Fikowski, you know, you can't put anything past that guy. I mean, he's the smartest the day is long. Um, Koski. There's so many. Oh, yeah. Tim Yanni. Paulson. Cole Sager. Oh, my God. Cole. Oh, he's yeah. like the king of comebacks. He can do anything. Yeah. So, I mean, Cole finished second. You know, I mean, he really you know, he tied for first at Wadapalooza. You know, so um, any of these guys could yeah. could make the top five. And, you know, same on the women's side. Like, you can, you know, just I'm on the list. Um, I didn't have Danny Spiegel in the list. Um, She's my fire for sure. For oh, and sure. I, yeah. And I love Danny. I just assumed people were going to be offering her foot pick money and she would take it and not compete. That was what and I was And not thinking. compete. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamie Simmons. Oh yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Kristen Holta. Amazing. Yep. Like, Laura Horvath. Amazing. Ugh. Christy Aramo. Amazing. Uh, how do you Can- pick? Kendall Vincelette, amazing. Daniel Brandon, amazing. Bethany amazing. Sh- yeah, Bethany Shadburn. Oh, Bethany Shadburn. Yeah, Brooke Wells. Like, I mean, come Duh. on. Like, the, so you know, the top five is bullshit. I mean, if we're being yeah. honest, like, I could, I could pick any of these five, and you're gonna get a couple in. Like, and they'd be the fittest women on the planet. Yeah, course, and you know, course. it's the same on the men. Like, I, I almost hate doing a top five because I love all sixty of them. Like, they're all amazing. Right. You know, so. You know, it kind of is what it is, but you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think whoever we get, it will be a super fun competition from for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see how it all shakes out. Thanks for, uh, thanks for putting your list together for me. I'm going to get so much hate mail. I know they're going to yell at me about the Saxon pick. (laughs) I actually asked one of my other coaches. I'm like, am I allowed to leave Saxon out? And they're like, no, (laughs) no. I'm like, okay, just kidding. I must reformulate this list. Who do I bounce? Uh, get that Mac guy out of here. (laughs) No, I, I legit like, to be honest, I, cause I thought the same thing yesterday. I'm like, Hmm. The Saxon belong in this list. Like I wanted to, I would, I'm not going to put him in until I could verify it, but he had two top five finishes at major competitions. It wasn't like, no, that's fair. That's it fair. Wasn't, yeah. It wasn't like, you know, no offense to the Mac, but the Mac isn't rogue imitational and Wadapalooza where you literally have right. podium winners at that thing. The roster like, was not nearly as deep. Yeah, it was that's both true. of those rosters were deep, you know? Mm-hmm. And so your top five there could be top five for these 30, you know, it's not, yeah. un, it's not unthinkable. So. No, it's definitely not. It was Anything ninth could at the happen. Games, ninth at the games last year. So yeah, that's epic. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see what happens. I'm exhausted now. I know, I know. That was a lot of brain power. Do you want to talk about? Um, you want to talk about something else? You want to talk with Logan? Should we bring Logan in? Yes, let's bring Logan on. Okay, hold on. I'm going to send her the link. All right here she comes. Oh, that was fast. Whoa, she got like the fancy photo, the glamour I shots. I know. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Don't be too disappointed because that picture had really good lighting. And <laughs> yeah, but but now it's jacked and tan season. Hell is, yeah. well, except we have no more sun because everything's covered in fires. Oh yeah, it's like orange fiery sky season for Logan. <laughs> it's like apocalypse season. Wow. Who had Jesus? I know. Who had the state burning for, for October? Anyone? Anyone? September? Anyone? Just Logan? Oh, yeah. you? You? Oh, yes. okay. Cool. 
I'll take both points, uh, Alex. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Logie. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for having me. So, so won't you introduce Logan since a lot of people don't know her? Okay, right. And also because we've been recording this whole time and probably yes. have cut out a whole bunch of boring waiting around for me to send you the Zoom link up to this yes. point. Um, so Logan Vanderpool is with us and she's um, my other, other bestie. So John and her are both. You guys don't have to have bestie wars. Um, we have I- in the past, but now <laughs> we've decided that when we're together and you're not there, we can be besties. That's a totally good plan. I totally am here for that. <laughs> Me and Steph Chong um, have made the same partnership. Oh so. my God, really? Yeah, we're all, I have all the besties. It's great. I'm just one of the girls. We should have a sleepover. It'd be great. Oh my God, we should. And braid each other's hair. Yes, pajama party. <laughs> um, but no, so in, in addition to being just an amazing all-around human and epic uh, CrossFit Games MC and content extraordinaire, um, Logan is a registered dietitian and has been helping people understand and get started with the Renew You Challenge that um, Wadapalooza and company are kind of bringing to the forefront and it's about to kick off. So we've seen a lot of that um, Renew You Challenge posts online and it's it's there's a lot to this. So I, instead of just telling people to like go sign up and better yourself and just like do the thing, we figured it'd be a lot better to have Logan on to help explain what this challenge is coming up and how everyone can get involved if they want to. Yeah, it's super exciting. It starts on Monday, September 14th, and it is an eight-week health and fitness renewal revamp challenge. We're calling it a transformation challenge because we do want to see how you progress and how you transform over eight weeks, but it is not a weight loss challenge. Although weight loss might happen and that might be part of your transformation. Um, But it's really cool because you get to pick the structure of the challenge or the things that you want to do daily to execute the challenge. So the whole purpose of it is to be consistent with the practices and behaviors that align with your health and fitness goals, um, being consistent with them daily. So the person who wins the challenge will have some type of transformation mentally, physically, uh, fitness-wise, but they will also have shown that they're consistent executing their action steps. See, I like this because sometimes like weight loss challenges feel kind of icky. Do you know what I mean? Like they just feel like- They can, yeah. Yeah. And like, there's not, I have plenty to transform that I need to do better as far as <laughs> consistency and health and wellness in my life. And like, I don't have as much weight to lose as someone who maybe is just getting physically active for the very first time in their lives. So my transformation is very different. And I just really like the fact that this is focusing on all aspects of your health and wellness and not just pound for pound. Like I could make a really great change just by journaling every day and my mental health is through the roof all of a sudden. And that's my thing. That's important to me. What are some of the um, different like things that you can set as your own goals? So we have four main categories. There's nutrition, fitness, sleep, and mobility. Oh, John. (laughs) No, I I do plenty of sleep. I'm good. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do we need to work on your sleep, John? 
No, my sleep's he needs good. To work on his mobility. The, the mobs. <laughs> I'm I'm less flexible than my dad watching Fox News. If that tells you anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's a good analogy. I'm I'm understanding now. Yes. <laughs> so so there's um there's resources to help with these things. Is that right? <laughs> Yes, we've got Romwad um, giving us the all the mobility tools. Um, there might be other people involved in that too. I'm not quite sure, but Romwad's for sure involved. Um, and then on the fitness side, we've got NC Fit and Misfit Athletics um, that essentially are providing three different programming options. But like I said, it's choose your own adventure. So if you already have programming that you're following, um, you can continue to follow that as long as you're consistent with your fitness regimen. Um, but it's $20 to register and you get access to all this programming. So it's like, like a nice little sample platter of different styles of programming. And if you don't have something to follow right now, then it's a perfect opportunity to, to have something structured. And what about um, nutrition? How do you how do you like decide what your what your goals are, and and what are the resources there? Participants do have access to a bunch of tools and resources from RP. Oh, cool! RP is our main sponsor. Um, so RP works on um, templates and essentially like macro counting um, to dial in food quantities, um, which can be not can be is super helpful for body composition changes as well as athletic performance. Yeah. RP's great. So, I've done RP. RP's awesome. they, so um, yeah. They'll help you. I mean, for anyone that hasn't done RP, you actually get to eat food <laughs> and, and to yeah. your point, like change your body composition. So you're not starving yourself to lose weight. Like they figure out what you're, you know, how much you're working out and what the proper macronutrient should be. It's really cool. It's good. Science. You can have exactly. so much collie rice. You know what the macros are in collie rice? Like oh. nothing. You can have, I added, when oh, I was on RP, nothing. I added collie rice to fucking everything. That oh. was like, if I have to see collie rice one more time on the house menu, like I'm leaving. Yeah, I no. Like, no, it's great. It's in your eggs. It's in your stew. It's in your this. It's in your that. It's topping your salad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, I made cauliflower rice ice cream. Do you love it? <laughs> oh, they use it. They're, that's what they're using to put out the fires in California right now. That's how bad <laughs> collie rice is. Like, there's no reason to eat that. No, no it's reason. so good. It only tastes mm-hmm. like whatever you put yeah. on it or with it. Anytime you have to start with, it tastes like it's not good. It's not good. It should taste See, like what it is. Not I what love it. You're going to get hate mail for this because people like me love collie rice. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the meme? Speaking of Mr. Memes, um, something along the lines of like cauliflower has had the biggest glow up in the last five years. Like it went from like bottom of the barrel vegetable to like pizza crust. Right. And like it's everything you could ever want. I've I've seen the one that's like like cauliflower has replaced all of your carbs and all of your friends and your life is only cauliflower now. And I'm like, yeah, it it me. I'm relating. Triggered. Hashtag trigger. Nope. I'm gonna stick with real rice. Real live rice. Real live. 
Honest to goodness, right? Honest to goodness, right? If it's good for half the planet, it's good for me. It's fair. That's totally valid fair. point. Yep. Valid point. So, um, how do people get going and get signed up and and all that? Re- great question, Nikki. Um, the Renew You Challenge. <laughs> it's not. Sorry, it's not the Renew You Challenge. It's RenewYouChallenge.com. Okay, cool. And is it and is it expensive? It's so cheap. Oh, nice. It is the price of like less than four fancy Starbucks pumpkin spice whatevers. <laughs> I am feeling so attacked in this conversation. It also doesn't feel cheap all of a sudden knowing what a pumpkin spice latte is. Um, but for real, like a Starbucks drink is like let's seventeen dollars. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Order me what you're getting. I will get you one. Fat-free, calorie-free, keto, paleo, right? Yes, and covered in pumpkin syrup, so (laughs) a thousand calories. Um, No, it's $20, $20 to register. And um, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but there was a Labor Day sale. Oh, nice. Um, That was three days. So that's probably over. Um, Sorry, bad, bad at counting. Um, but I also have a $5 discount code, code Logan V. So it's $15. Oh. Actually, that's 15 bucks just to get access to like RP and Misfit programming and mobility and stuff. And NC Fit, like all that stuff. That's pretty sweet. That's a cool deal. And don't forget the community aspect because it there's total social connection. We have a Facebook group. Um, we have ways of sharing your progress and sharing your, um, like processing of the whole challenge on social media. Um, we have accountability buddies that you can choose to help you stay accountable. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really all about choosing your own adventure. Doesn't matter how fit you are. Doesn't matter how much equipment you have access to, um, it's like, okay, I am going to daily do something with my fitness, concentrate on my nutrition. I'm going to put some effort into getting enough sleep and I'm going to work on my mobility to help me recover. It's cool. I just like, I like the fact that this is eight weeks long because that's long enough to actually really see a change. That's long mm-hmm. enough to, to be like, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be completely different. And we're not setting unrealistic expectations. If you want to change you know, here's some tools to help you over the course of the long term develop habits and really start to see a difference. I mean, John, how long were you doing, um, paying attention to your, not necessarily your macros, but doing like my fitness pal and stuff before you were like, oh, I got this. This is a habit now. Um, probably a solid 90 to 120 days, probably before like I really had it down and I still use it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting the, we're yeah. getting the ball rolling Good. for sure on creating new habits. And I've had a few questions. People are like, well, I'm following, I don't know. I'm following whatever nutrition protocol. Um, Can I still do the challenge? Like, yeah, of course you can do the challenge. Like as long as you are committing and doing something that you have structured around your nutrition and you're logging in and you're getting to check off on your dashboard that you've accomplished your nutrition task. Um, then you're participating in the challenge. Like I'm not telling you that you have to have um, cauliflower rice with every meal <laughs> <laughs> to be able to win this thing. 
Um, but if you don't know what to do with your nutrition and if you don't know what to do with your workouts, then we're giving you tools that you can follow. Cool. Well, I will not be signing up for an accountability buddy. If I wanted to be nagged, I'd spend more time with Nikki. So. Yeah. I'll be your buddy for free outside <laughs> mm-hmm. of the challenge. Yep. Hey. <laughs> and I, I do have to mention there's prizes. Oh. Oh, I'm in. Okay. We, what are the prizes? Okay. Now we're listening. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> Should have led with this. <laughs> Shoot. The, uh, the overall revamp and concentrating on your health and fitness wasn't enough, John? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Do you even know me? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So our grand prize, one goes to our top male winner and the top female finisher will both win $5,000. Oh. And then we will have uh, two people's choice winners that I'm guessing will be voted on in some type of open forum. Um, and those two winners will get an all expenses paid trip to Wadapalooza next year. Wow. So Not if one of, one of these, if one of these people choice winners, let's just say happen to have a large online platform of followers and could get them to vote for him. Could he still win? Hey, hey. <laughs> maybe go to Waza next year. <laughs> we will have to read the fine print, but I'm going to say as of right now, <laughs> you're eligible. Solid. Maybe solid. Maybe. All right. <laughs> you're and saying also, I've got a chance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, all of the partners are going to be providing challenge participants with all kinds of discount codes and freebies and other sample charcuterie items. I love cheese. Um, I mean, there might not be actual cheese. No, no, no too but... late. You said charcuterie, so there's going to be cheese. Cheese, cheese, and meats. It, it oh. was. I was trying to say like a sample or sampler mm. pack. <laughs> I appreciate that you're like, no, no, but really your listeners need to know there's no yeah. cheese. Yeah, but really. They need to we're, not se- we're not sending you cheese in the mail. I wish. Damn it. That's <laughs> all I want. Shoot. Oh, Logan, thanks for explaining. This would be really cool. So uh, w- one last time, sign up on by Monday the 14th. Uh, it's eight weeks long. Do you think? Win some money. Go to Waza and use code Logan V for a discount. And yeah, spend 15 bucks and do something for yourself for eight weeks and see if you can improve your overall health and wellness. Yeah. Set, set a new tone for this new reality that we're living in. That feels like I'm in a washing machine. Yeah. Kick 2020 in the dick. Why does it have to be a dick, Nikki? (laughs) Jesus. I mean, it doesn't hurt to really kick in the, in the vag. (laughs) Is that what you want? Yeah. That's called a clam slam. You've never heard that before. (laughs) You've never heard that before. Oh, there's a whole, there's a whole, there's a whole (laughs) bunch of terms for it. Yeah. (laughs) Thought you'd heard that. I've never seen that on a mug before. I always see like kick today in the dick. I've never seen like clam slam. Slam. You clam friends. You can also you can also say dismay in the J in the vajayjay. That works too. (laughs) There's so many good ones. Say uh, coochie carnage. That's a good one too. There's there's so many. Oh my. God. <laughs> these are gonna these are gonna make the outtakes. This is all the outtakes of, of me with just horrible sayings. This this is the stuff that actually doesn't go on my page. Like this is what I edit. Have you ever urban side note, have you ever urban dictionaried like synonyms for vagina? Because if you haven't, no. you should. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I will look that up. I know what I'm doing tonight. I know what I'm doing later. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, uh, make sure you go sign up for this challenge. Use lo- <laughs> use Logan V to save 15 bucks or Clam Slam and save nothing. It's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. Other than that, we appreciate you guys and being keeping- Keep it what? Keep a lookout for the new merch <laughs> yes. that's coming out. Oh my, oh my oh. god! We got merch. Make pause green again. Clam slam. Clam slam. I'm dead. I uh, know. Oh, I'm going to hell. All right. Well, ladies, thank you. Hey, John. Thank you. It's it's been a joy. For, oh, you guys for, just made my day. For everyone listening, if you made it to the end of the show, just DM me. Just DM me the words clam slam so I know you made it. With that, uh, we will. Talk to you guys later.